Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a fresh new episode of Phillies Today. Your host, Francisco Rojas. Got a good show on tap for you um, this morning. Um, I will be wrapping up the week here uh, with uh, another win against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Look, they have made me happy. I know it's not all about being content, but I am super content with splitting the series against Arizona, considering how good this Arizona team has been up to this point. Whether they're a playoff team contender this year or not, maybe not uh, so much a contender, maybe a playoff team. But regardless, the Arizona Diamondbacks are a team that are on the up and up. So for the Phils, the way they've been playing, especially as of late, like I'm very, very content um, at the least here with at least splitting the series against the Diamondbacks. No, it's like, oh, well, why you can be happy? No, well, look, Diamondbacks are a good team. Better than we expected. So, for them to, um, and that's actually one of my takeaways from this game, it's a little preview there, um, and we'll get to it um, in just a couple of minutes. The the Phils, though, get the 4-3 win um, in extra innings. Look like it could potentially be a heartbreaking loss. Um, and I, I, I don't want to spoil it too much for you yet because if you didn't get a chance to watch or listen to the game, going to give you guys the recap slash uh, key moments from last night's uh, from last night's game between the D-backs and the Phils um, in just a second. So we'll get to the recap, give you my takeaways from the game, and then we'll we'll talk about at this point in the year, I know it's only mid-June, but as the Phillies you know, are in the thick of things as far as the wild card race goes, again, I know it's mid-June, but Never a bad idea just to look. I'm just looking. Just looking. So they're two games back in the wild card right now. Uh, tie with Milwaukee. San Francisco has that last wild card spot. We're gonna get into we're gonna get into uh what team or teams plural the Phillies should be most worried about to get in their way of the playoffs. And we all know they're probably not getting the division, so it's probably gonna be the wild card. So we're gonna get into that. Team or teams, um, I'll give you probably my top three teams that the Phillies should be worried about if they want to at least get that last wild card spot uh, to get into the playoffs. So we'll get into that. And then we'll preview tonight with uh, Ryan Nelson and Aaron Ola on the mound. Um, and then we'll give you some around the National League East uh, scores as well as um, throughout Major League Baseball. Give you a few bets as well. And then uh, that'll about wrap it up uh, for the week. So 
Key moments recap. So, last night's game, uh, we'll move right into this top of the second. Uh, and this was a theme tonight, uh, for the most part. Um, Edmundo Sosa grounds into a force out at second. Bryson Stott scores. Uh, Sosa avoids a double play. So, Bryson Stott was able to score there and give the Phils a 1-0 lead. Top of the third, same thing here. JT Realmuto uh, grounds into the force out. Uh, there was a force out at second, but Realmuto was able to beat it out at first. And Trey Turner would score uh, from third to make it a 2-0 game. Top of the sixth, though, a little bit of a different uh, you know, way of scoring for the Phils from the first two times. JT Realmuto with an absolute Bomb to left field continues uh, to stay hot at the plate, and that made it a three nothing there in the top of the sixth. Fast forward to the bottom of the eighth. Christian Walker with a few men on the local kid. We get it. I mean, how many times has beaten been beaten in the ground that the Phils have played the D backs, and that Christian Walker is a local kid. I believe he is a Norristown product. And Christian Walker just sends one deep into the left field seats. And, yeah, it made it a 3-3 game. Uh, the inning after Ranger Suarez comes out after a great outing. We're going to get into that in a second. Um, and, yeah, 3-3 game after Sir Anthony Dominguez serves up a slide piece right in the middle of the zone. Um, not a spot where you want to put that to... Christian Walker, definitely of all people. Um, so 3-3 game, top of the ninth, um, or excuse me, top of the 10th, uh, we'll move forward to Nick Cassianos with a sack fly that would score Brandon Marsh. He gets the job done, and the Phillies uh, would take the 4-3 to lead there. And then a little bit of trouble at the end. Jose Alvarado, though, um, with first and second on for Corbin Carroll, um, gets Carroll to ground out to end the game. Alvarado looking like Jose Alvarado throwing 100, 102 on the sinker and his cutter just looking nasty. Um, so Alvarado able to get out of the jam there. Um, Arizona 0 for 13 uh, with runners in scoring position in this game. Or excuse me, I think they were the Phils were 0 for 13, and the Diamondbacks were 1 for 11. Um, so the Phils, honestly, both sides of their job, they were running the score position. But the Phils were able to get the job done when it came, uh, you know, just driving in those runs, um, even if it meant, you know, you know, a, a force out. So the Phils were able to. That, that was a theme. That was that was you know, the, the force outs, the, the JT Homer, um, and the Cassiano sack fly. Simple ways to win this game, and that's exactly what they did. So. My takeaways from this game, for sure, number one, we have to talk about it. Um, the most consistent pitcher uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies right now is Ranger Suarez. And that is awesome to see. If the Phillies want to make the playoffs, um, it's going to take one through four for sure um, to to send the Phillies, uh, you know, to the postseason. And we'll get, uh, you know, what teams the Phillies should fear in the postseason. But for right now, first takeaway, Ranger Suarez, huge start. Seven shutout innings, four hits, two walks, seven strikeouts in this game. Ranger was absolutely phenomenal. Ranger was just awesome. And the Phils need this. Phils need this from Ranger, um, especially the way Nola and Wheeler have been throwing the baseball. You know, yes, Wheeler as of late has been better. Nola a little more up and down. Um, But this is great to see, especially 
Uh, you know, there was a period of time there for a few starts where Ranger wasn't looking so great coming back off the injury. But look, I mean, you can't criticize a guy too much coming back from an injury. Especially he didn't get really get the proper spring training tune up being in the World Baseball Classic and then he uh, you know gets hurt at the World Baseball Classic. I think that before that even started. So uh, you can't criticize him too much, but Ranger Ranger's looking like he's back, is he not? Looking like he is back. And that is look, seven shutout innings, six innings, one earned last start, seven innings, one earned last start before that, uh, six innings, six and two thirds. Um Two earned before that, and then start before that against Arizona. Last time out, not so great. Five innings, uh, five earned. So it's great to see Ranger. I mean, he's the most consistent pitcher the Phils have on in their starting, uh, you know, rotation right now. So for Ranger to have this big start is absolutely ginormous, and they need him to keep up the consistency um, and be uh, one of the, you know, obviously you want Nolan Wheeler to be your best pitchers on your staff, but. Come on, Ranger, keep it up. So, need this to continue from Ranger, um, especially you know, especially the way right now you you know not being able to super trust Aaron Nolan, Zach Wheeler. It's nice to have somebody, even though it's in the middle of rotation, that can uh, you know continue to give good long outings. Like it's not just you know five innings here and there. It's it's look last three outings or four outings, six and two thirds, seven, six, and then last night seven. I mean that's great. I mean, you don't see that a lot from a lot of pitchers unless they're, like, they're the elite guys nowadays. So, Ranger Suarez, last four starts, looking like an elite hurler. It's great to see. Um, second takeaway from this game, like I had mentioned before, being able to split with now uh, the team with the second best uh, record in the National League. It was the best. And then the Braves, you know, play a doubleheader yesterday in Detroit, and they took both of those games. So uh, the Diamondbacks sitting at, I believe, uh, let me take pull up standings. I think it's 41-27. and 27. I think it's 41-27, and 27, and then Atlanta at 42-26. and 26. Again, I know it's all, oh, well, don't be content. Like, But look, even if they lose today, and I don't like to lose, but at least if they lose say, you could say you split with one of the better teams in the National League. I do think that's important, especially going into Oakland this weekend. I know Oakland's been hot. They did lose to the Rays last night, but Oakland's been hot. So, you know, hopefully if you could take two of three at least from now. I still would like to sweep the Athletics. Just because they've been hot doesn't mean you, you do. I mean, sweep should be the should be the ultimate thing there. So important for this stretch. With Arizona coming off, coming into the series, Arizona was eight and two in their last ten games. Um, uh, you know, maybe like even a couple of more wins in their last twelve or thirteen. Uh, so, for for the Phils to at least split this series, I am super. Ha- I'm content with that. If they lose tonight, not great, but I'm still content with splitting against one of the better teams in the Arizona Diamondbacks. I don't care if um, they may or may not be a contender at the end of the year. Right now, an, an up-and-coming team um, that'll at least I think will finish at 500 this year. Um, so Arizona, um, you know, good team right now. Uh, so for them to split, I think is important, especially for the stretch. You have Atlanta after Oakland. Who knows what will happen in that Atlanta series. Atlanta's still a really good team. Um, so, yeah. So, which leads me into talking about Atlanta. Let's be real. Phil's aren't getting the division. And I think that's obvious. You're probably sitting out there saying, oh, well, obviously, Francisco, they're not going to win the division. Obviously. Like, okay. 
So we got that out of the way. They're not going to win the division. If they win the division, it's because they get on a run like they did in 2007, back and forth in the Mets, and that Braves have that type of collapse. I know I'm going a bit over the top there, but just generally speaking, you get it. So if this team is going to make the playoffs, it is through the National League wild card. Most of you can agree with me. If you disagree with me, tell me, do we even not have a shot at the playoffs? Or, or we do have a shot at the division. Maybe they get on a run. Who knows? Um, but most likely, it is a wild card uh, birthday game. So, I think it comes down to three teams. Now, let me just real quick, let me get out of the way the teams that I don't think the Phillies have to worry about. Miami, yes, they have been good. They have been good so far this year. Seven games over five hundred. Luis Arias, good play. Really good hit. Great hitter. Jorge Soler, he's having a good year so far. I, I still don't super trust that lineup. Um, their pitching hasn't actually been great this year. Um, yes, like Alcantara um, and the rest of that rotation hasn't been great, and they'll probably, they might be better in the second half, but I don't think that's going to necessarily lead to them making the playoffs. Okay, again, like... You're you're just not getting it. They're not going to have a shot at the playoffs. I just don't. I don't see it. Um, I think they got a good young talent. Chisholm cannot stay healthy. Um, Gene Segura is over there. Miss Eugene, even though you have a 37 OPS plus this year, you know probably a good time for him to leave. Um, but I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs, even on the hills of like heels of Arias and uh, Jesus Sanchez, Jorge Soler, um, Sandy again has not been Sandy Alcantara. Um, I. Miami, I don't see it. Miami, I definitely do not see. Um, I don't see um, anyone from the Central either. Like Milwaukee, I don't trust. St. Louis is out of it. I mean, maybe St. Louis gets on a run. I don't know. But Chicago, still, Chicago to me is a mediocre team at best. Um, Cincinnati, still too young. Uh, Pittsburgh had a nice start. I think Pittsburgh is going to end up finishing like within the early to mid-70s win uh, total by the end of the year. Yes, they've been a nice story so far. Kutch being back there, um, you know, O'Neill Cruz, I think, will be detrimental in the end because um, he's hurt. Um, you know, they got Mitch Keller over there. They they had the Drew Maggi score story. Like that's all great. So no, not them. I don't. The Giants are four games over five hundred right now. Um, I, I don't trust the Giants. Um, there's teams at the bottom of the barrel like Washington and. Um, Colorado, teams like that. Obviously, we don't even have to mention their names. Um, but nobody in the Central scares me. The teams that it really comes down to, and I know the Mets have sucked. I, I know they've sucked. And Scherzer and Verlander haven't been themselves. And they've been dealing with injury problems, and when they've been on the mound so far this year, have not been that great. Doesn't mean they're out of it, okay? So their offense is still good. And, you know, I like their bullpen. I think the Diaz, might, the Diaz injury might hurt them in the end. It really comes down to, like, Verlander and Scherzer at the top of that rotation. That's kind of how it's come down a little bit to the fills with Nolan Wheeler. But even to a bigger extent with Scherzer and Verlander, it comes down to those two. They need to be great. They need to be great in order for them to even make the playoffs. And they haven't been great so far. But there are still three and a half months of baseball left. So I'm not counting the Mets out of it. They might be in the thick of things. I don't know. But this so far at this point in the year, not so great. Um, but Verlander, Scherzer, 
You need to look out for them, okay? Um, and then out of the NL East, that's the, the one team I'm worried about. Um, you know, and this is obviously in September. You know, looking at August and September, looking down the road, just kind of checking in right now, just checking in where we're at. San Diego, okay, to this point, haven't they've not even been close to the expectations they're uh, supposed to be at. They are sitting in fourth place at 33 and 34. The division's been good. Uh, especially with Arizona and L.A. And obviously L.A., we always expect it. Um, San Diego can get hot. If Manny if Manny gets back on a roll, if Manny gets back on a roll, um, if Musgrove can get it together at, after you know the beginning of this year with the, with the injury, uh, I mean, if Cronenworth can get it together, I mean, uh, you know, OPS below league average right now. He's not the type of player. Soto has been good. Soto has been very good. Um, Tatis has been very good since coming out off the suspension. Um, Bogarts has not been what they've come to expect. But those are still guys that I can see coming in the second half of the year. A lot of talent here. Uh, Mark DeRosa talked about this on LB Network. Just too much talent there um, to count them out of it. So San Diego still too much talent on this team. Their bullpen's been really good. Their starting pitching's actually been been solid um, or, or at least for the most part with Michael Waka just leading the way there um, even Blake Snell being being super solid but they're going to need Darvish they're going to need Musgrove to get it together um, for them to have a chance but I, there's a part of me that says okay the Pirates had their nice start who else had their nice starts this year I'm trying to think of the American League uh, the American League uh, team to have a nice start this year um it's escaping me, um, but yeah, maybe I mean Texas might be actually really good. So I, I don't know. Um, but in general, just like you know, looking at the Pirates, they have their nice starts. Like things even out, so the Padres can get hot in the second half, and I can see them getting on a run. Okay, um, and the last one, staying in that division, Arizona. And I said, okay, maybe Arizona might finish closer to 500 the rest of the year. They might have a, you know, maybe might go through a slump at some point. But Arizona is still a good team. They're going to be a team to watch out for. I think they've proven that to this point. They're a team to watch out for. So Arizona, obviously, we're talking about Arizona a lot um, this week because the Phils had the four games set with them. So I'm not going to get into them too much. But still led by Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly. Um, Corbin Carroll, Christian Walker, Lourdes Goriel has been an all-star so far this year. Um, JJ McCarthy, right? Um, like they're they are a a team that I think will still be by August September. The Phils could, you know, maybe could be seeing them in the in the race to say, okay, this is a team. To, I can tell Marte. I mentioned Marte. There's been a lot of good a lot of good hitters in that lineup um, so far. Jake McCarthy, but I say JJ. Um, I don't know where I'm getting JJ from. Uh, but so again, Mets. San Diego, Arizona, they're going to be the teams, I think, come August, September, that we're going to be looking at. Those are the teams that the Phil should be watching out for, which I do think the Phil's going to be down the stretch. As much as we like to overreact every single freaking game, they'll be there down the stretch. Um, so just went a little long there, longer than I expected with the teams that um, the Phil should be worried about getting into the playoffs. So we'll move quickly here uh, through... Um, a little preview here of the next game tonight. You'll get Ryan Nelson versus Aaron Nola again. Last time the Phils uh, pitched, uh, you know, 
face Ryan Nelson, he looked actually pretty good. Hopefully the Phils can not make him look so good this time because he's not that great of a pitcher. He's really average. Um, so you have that. You have Nola coming off the bad outing against L.A. I'm expecting a solid outing just because of the way this year has gone for him. Um, you know, he had the great start, the, the start before against the Tigers. And then he has the bad start against L.A. So I think he'll have a solid start just because he's been all over the place. He'll have a solid start. He'll give the uh, Phils a chance to win. Maybe he gives you a quality start, you know, five to six innings, three earned, something like that, um, which I wouldn't be mad at as long as the Phils, you know, get the offense going like they did uh, just a couple of nights ago. Um, the first two games, what, score like 23 runs? That would be nice. That would be nice. So, um, and then we'll have Oakland later this weekend. Again, Oakland's been pretty hot, even though coming off the loss. And uh, just looking at some of the scores uh, from last night, again, like I told you guys with Atlanta, doubleheader in Detroit, won both of those games. Um, New York, uh, the Mets in the Subway Series there, take the second game. Or was that the third game? Whatever. Doesn't matter. 4-3, to three, Mets sco- uh, won that game over the Yankees. Uh, Houston with another win over Washington, 5-4. to four. Um, And Miami... Uh, with a four to one win over Seattle, so those were some of the scores from around the National League East. Looking at the standings, um, Atlanta in front, forty two twenty six in first place. Miami thirty eight and thirty one. Second, Phils thirty four and thirty four. By, by the way, back at five hundred. Didn't even mention that they're back at five hundred. Mets thirty two and thirty six, and then twenty six and forty. The Nats. Um, so those are some some of the scores around the National League. East and some scores around baseball. Twins over the Brewers, four to two. St. Louis loses to San Fran in heartbreaking fashion, eight to five. Toronto over the Baltimore Orioles, three to one. Sox, Red Sox over the Colorado Rockies, six to three. Cubs beat Pittsburgh, ten to six. Um, out uh, south in Texas, six to three over the Angels. Um, Cincinnati seven to four um, in Kansas City. Cleveland loses the Padres five nothing. Tampa Bay over Oakland six to three, and the White Sox lose to uh, or the White Sox beat the Dodgers eight to four. And then a few bets for you guys before I get out of here. Plus two hundred, I take this Harper. A couple of hard hit balls. He's had that hard hit ball in the first inning, where it was a great catch um, by whoever was playing center field. I think it was McCarthy. Uh, whoever was playing in center field made an incredible catch um, against Bryce Harper. Um, I think Harper three three plus total bases today. I'm feeling it. Three plus total bases. Take that at plus two hundred, um, and also plus three thirty. Trey Turner uh, for two plus runs scored in this game. I'll take that. Maybe Bryce Harper drives him in a few times. Take that. And then plus 400, Bryce Harper home run. I'm also going to take Harper to hit a bomb in this game just because of that. I'm really really more upset at uh, center fielder making that catch uh, against Bryce. I think Bryce goes off tonight. I remember Bryce hit a bomb back in, like, for some reason in 2018 when Bryce was on the Nats. I remember him hitting a missile on Sunday Night Baseball. Um uh, against the D-backs and that going out like 500 feet out in the right field there. Um, so, yeah, taking taking Harper plus 400 to hit a homer. So, hopefully the Phils can wrap up and take three or four. Man, that would be a statement right now, the way the Phils have been playing, if they can take three or four over the D-backs. Um, so, that would be great. So, that's going to do it for me. 
Um, you will get Dan Wilson on Monday, actually. Uh, I won't be able to do it on Monday, um, especially because I've done it this entire week. But hopefully Dan will uh, be feeling better. Um, so that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Go Phils. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 